can on-premise and cloud-based systems coexist? Quentin DeWitt is our speaker for today. Quentin has been in the information technology business for over 20 years. He has led teams as a director of IT, brought innovative products to market as a product manager, and led large teams as a director of technical support. Today, he provides leadership and guidance to our consulting team through a wide variety of technical knowledge, experience, and skills, along with being a Microsoft certified professional, administrator, systems engineer, and an experienced consultant in the ERP space. Quentin manages the ERP Advisors Group team on needs analysis, software selection, and implementation services. On today's call, Quentin will discuss on-premise and cloud-based software systems and whether the two can coexist. Why do some companies choose to go cloud, whereas some do not? And why would a company go cloud for some enterprise solutions, but not others? Quentin, if you are ready, I can pass along to you. Yes, thank you, Kara. Um, very much appreciated for the introduction. So um, the overarching question is, can on-premise and cloud-based systems coexist? And the simple answer to that is yes. Uh, on-premise and cloud-based solutions can and do coexist. Um, in the current market and with the current trends in software platforms, it sometimes seems as that that may not be true, but we have found through our real experiences and varied industries and so forth that it, it actually is. Um, you know, there are many reasons for this, and um, some of the reasons for that are that there are different requirements and circumstances for every individual business, um, and these can vary extensively based on the process and area the application is covering. Um, in some cases, an industry's location, functions, or resources will dictate if they should go cloud-based or on-premise. In others, it is the process and application requirements that dictate which direction you would go in. Um, with that being the case, there we are seeing more and more organizations that have specific initiatives to move all applications to the cloud. And this can be for various reasons. It's sometimes resource-based. Um, sometimes it's uh, accessibility, uh, remote access, things like that. Um, but as technology advances, um, making more connectivity stable um, and available at higher capacities, it puts the cloud-based solutions and systems uh, within reach of these organizations. So that's why we've been seeing that trend of moving more in the direction of cloud-based solutions. Um, there's a lot more that could be said around this, um, but those are the overall trends and we are seeing that they can coexist. Um, so to go from there, what is the difference between on-premise and cloud-based deployment? Well, we'll first define what an on-premise solution is, and that is where software is installed directly on hardware that resides within the business itself. So on location, um, in your server room, or sometimes in a closet, sometimes in multiple locations. Um, it depends on the size of organization and how uh, developed your IT infrastructure is. So that's your general on-premise solution. Now, cloud-based solutions, um, are generally anything other than that. 
Um, there are actually different versions of cloud-based solutions. So I'll go through a few different styles or, or types of cloud-based um, deployments that you might have. Um, the first is a software um, application installed at a data center that you still take care of and manage yourself. So um, this is often called cloud, but it's also called hosted or hosting um, your environment. And an example of this is um, a provider of this is hosting.com. Um, next, we kind of get to a sort of a, a hybrid of that and, and what we might call true cloud. But the next is where software is installed at a data center and someone else is actually managing um, and taking care of all the upgrades, maintenance, et cetera. Um, this is usually called managed services. And the company doing that for you often provides the hosting of the hardware. Um, sometimes they provide the installation of and setup of that hardware and application. Um, usually they'll provide the support um, and they'll provide potentially um, customer support or IT support as well to the client. So that's one version um, of cloud as well. Um, and depending upon the provider, uh, they may do all of it or they may only do some of it and still share some of that responsibility with the individual client. So your IT system uh, or infrastructure or personnel may interact with that directly or it may be completely managed by that hosted managed service provider. Um, the third and sort of uh, largest group of these for many of the larger applications um, is that you have no idea where the application is installed. You never see the hardware. Um, a lot of the times this is actually hosted um, on servers that the vendor themselves are managing, uh, the software vendor is managing. So um, there is a, a huge amount of infrastructure, security, and so forth that's going on in the background that you as the client or the purchaser of the software never see. And that's, that's typically what most larger enterprises call cloud. Um, that's not, there's not really usually another name for it than it's in the cloud. Um, so this is typically seen in, I would say, um, larger enterprise software vendors. Um, and this is the direction most of those are going with their cloud solution as a completely invisible infrastructure to the client. Um, so from that, it leads on to the next question, which is why organizations do each type of deployment. Um, and there are many reasons for this. Uh, some of the most common reasons for this are that for on-prem, um, it gives you the most control over your application and allows you to use your own resources to management, manage it. That's one of the reasons people go on-premise um, still. Additionally, there are often security concerns around access or intellectual property, um, and the organization feels more secure with all that isolated inside of their own environment. Um, sometimes this is truly the case. Other times it's not more secure or, or there's other variables involved with that. Um, and then sometimes the um, where if it's on-prem, it's strictly necessitated by the process or location, um, not allowing cloud-based solutions to um, function. Um, such as a mine, for instance, if you had to uh, interact with a software application and you had no signal, uh, no way to get signal to a remote location, you might use an on-premise application for something like that. Um, 
So then another reason for on-prem solutions is sometimes it's just not available in a cloud-based um, configuration or setup. Uh, the vendor doesn't offer it, and it is the right application. So a client will go with an on-prem solution um, when it's just that's the only form it comes in. So on the flip side of that, with cloud-based deployments, um, it puts most of the management in professional hands. It can be a huge reduction in resources for the client and um, their need to manage and handle the infrastructure and all the hardware and expenses for running that when you have a cloud-based solution. Additionally, many times uh, it makes multi-location access issues easily resolvable. Um, say you're spread out across the entire country um, and you have many locations that in a, a normal on-premise solution, you'd have to interconnect these and uh, make the communication of the different data between each location synchronized. And this can often cause a lot of overhead. Well, cloud-based solutions manage that um, all invisibly to the client. It's all handled and accessible from wherever you happen to be, um, but can be locked down to certain locations if you choose. So that's one of the other reasons why you might deploy in a cloud-based solution. Um, so the next is that um, often um, the reason that you might go with a cloud-based solution is while it doesn't allow you complete control of the security, it's often being provided a much higher level and uh, a better security layer than you could provide on your own. Uh, many organizations have a smaller IT infrastructure that may not have their core focus in extreme security measures to protect from hacking, um, fraud, different things like that, um, intellectual property protection. Um, maybe it's just disaster recovery. So um, these larger cloud-based solutions often have all of that infrastructure in place with many layers and much higher levels of security than you can provide on your own. So that's another reason you might deploy in a cloud-based uh, setup. So the next question really, and that leads into is, when to know which deployment style is right for you? And again, this will vary from organization to organization, and each should do an analysis to truly understand what the right path is for your needs. Um, and that very often can vary based on a number of different elements, um, where you are, what type of platform it is, what your needs are department to department, if you need to integrate to other applications. So which deployment method is right for you um, should be determined upfront really before you start looking at software packages, whether on-premise or cloud-based. Really define those needs to move forward from there. So I'll give you some examples on a couple of choices for an on-premise um, and why um, we went in that direction for that particular client. Um, one client was a, around a $500 million distributor, um, and uh, they had to go on-premise due to integrations with existing platforms and a need for really extensive control over the application itself, meaning... Um, that they needed to write customizations, build um, specific software modules that might change on a regular basis in order to meet their business's needs. And um, the cloud platforms that they were looking at just couldn't handle that sort of flexibility and that level of control um, that they were requiring as one of their um, selection criteria. So additionally, they were migrating off of a 30-year-old application. And because of the interconnectivity and the integration with that older application, 
it just made the right choice to be that on-premise solution that they had uh, direct access to modify database and connectivity um, and even reprogram the API to do what they needed. Um, so that's the application interface. So um, that was making the on-prem solution the right decision for that organization. So um, I'll give you another example that is actually going in the direction of cloud, but um, it was an early stage software company um, with little IT resources. So they were um, very well developed on the development of their software platform, but they didn't necessarily have the IT infrastructure to support all of the, the applications that they needed to run. Um, a lot of their staff worked remotely from across the country, and what they really needed was a next generation application that was extremely flexible and versatile. In that case, a cloud-based solution handled all of their requirements, made it easily accessible, and they could just concentrate on their core business functionality. Um, and it worked out perfectly for them. So those are a couple of examples, uh, one on on-prem, one on cloud-based. So I wanted to go from there into really um, explaining that um, there is a third scenario. And sometimes it is completely based off of the application that fits your needs, dictating whether you're on-prem premise or if you're in the cloud. Some applications do not truly come in one flavor or the other, and they have to, you just have to go with your need in that area and really um, just select the software based off of your requirements versus whether it's cloud-based or an on-premise solution. So I think that covers the main points that I really wanted to go over with you. Um, and uh, there are many, many reasons why you might go cloud-based versus on-prem. And the reverse is often true. So um, if you have any questions or, or need more information that, on that, you can definitely reach out to us, ERP Advisors Group, and we can help you through this process to truly understand what your requirements are, what your needs are, and which direction would be best for you to go in. So with that, um, thank you, Kara, for passing this over to me, and I'll pass it back to you to wrap up. Great. Thank you, Quentin. Uh, thank you again for joining us on today's call, please, please let us know if we can answer any questions you have. Our next call is on October 8th, and the topic is the growing role of cybersecurity in ERP. In this ne next edition, the ERP advisors, we will discuss how to protect your most vital enterprise applications with simple cybersecurity best practices. Please go to our website, erpadvisorsgroup.com, for more details and to register.